Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, go, go gadget mobile. gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Good morning, good morning. I've got Bull in the studio. It's a great morning. And we were just talking about, man, Black Friday. Going to be four months away. Yep. That doesn't seem possible. Does not seem possible at all. Yeah, it seems like it's still quite a ways away, but it's also in uh, terms of our business. This is about when we start preparing for our Black Friday sale. It's the one sale we have every year where we offer up to 50% off of uh, the computers that we have. We only offer the one sale every year, and it's, sure. it's this one. So Awesome. We have streamlined a lot of things. We've got a lot of new uh, software that makes things a little bit easier mm-hmm. in the work that we're doing. We have piles of computers that we know we've been selling for a little bit, so these computers work. So uh, all of these positives coming together, we are going to be prepared for this sale like months in advance, pretty much. Awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. definitely very exciting to uh, start getting ready for it. We don't have anything like super fancy or anything. I, th- this does give me plenty of time to try to find something along oh, yeah. those lines. So if I can find a model that has like, you know, touchscreen or we've done some with the swivel uh, screens that turn into a tablet. Uh, we don't have any of that right now. So we will have <laughs> to try and look and find something like that. Uh, mostly it's the... off price that is going to be catching people's eyes. We'll have NVMe drives in most of everything we sell, and then we will be offering the either a flash drive or we'll have to see if we have enough of the actual external uh, hard drive caddies available. But otherwise, we'll be at least offering a flash drive with each sale. So that would be great. Yeah, we talk all the time about how important backups are. For sure, for sure. And never... You can never have too many of those, you know, USB flash drives uh, to have them extra yeah. for your backup, for your photos, your documents, whatever the case may be. Um, and as you as you have a computer, you know, too, and I think you've had this happen to you before where you find you need to go restore something and then it's corrupted. Yeah. So having an extra backup of that photo or yep. whatever the case may be, um, it's great to have this flash drive. Yeah, because in the in the behind the 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 look of the Windows operating system, behind the actual way the photo you view it there, it's just code. It's just actual ones and zeros that turns into, you know, uh alphanumeric code that uh it, if a sure. two bits get mixed up that causes the entire data to be corrupted. So doing something like this, uh having a backup in case like what you were just saying, some kind of Windows restore or something, it causes that data to go corrupt. Uh, Having multiple backups is always recommended. Even with this flash drive that we'll be giving you, we'll still recommend some kind of online cloud-based storage is always a really good idea so that it's in a whole nother location. Uh, One of the articles you sent me was about the latest Windows 11 update and and some of the developer modes, they are trying a new... uh, Windows repair yeah. side of Windows update. Yeah, I, I saw that. That's that's great because then that way you don't have to totally wipe your computer. You just do yeah. that Windows update and it'll fix itself. Yeah. Um, between 
Windows 10 and Windows 11, the Windows Update, and the built-in Windows tool themselves, they have fixed a lot of what our job is. It really has made our job a lot easier, and a lot of customers can do some of the stuff we do at work at home by themselves. So uh, it it's made it easier on the consumer side of oh, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and this is just another example of something like that. If, you, if there are actual Windows system issues if inside microsoft you have some kind of error in the code uh there's a new fee there will be a new feature because it's in windows 11 and it's in developer mode right now so it's not available to everybody but um but well i like this too because um like you said you can you can do this it makes your job easier but on the same token, there's a lot of times you have people that maybe they don't feel comfortable, you know, yeah. doing this stuff themselves. They're not what I say tech savvy. I guess would be a good yeah. good way. Maybe you're, maybe you're not tech savvy, and you just you want to come in and see the guys at BLH and have them help you with it. Maybe it helps them too. Yeah, like even said, with this stuff available, like you're just saying, if you're just a little nervous about using yeah. it, you're not certain if you're doing it exactly yeah. correctly. That is exactly what we are there for. We are Absolutely. able to answer questions whether you want to call or just come in anytime we're open um but this is pretty cool it basically does the full system refresh yeah. system reset it essentially re-downloads and reinstalls the latest windows update and it just kind of fixes all of the files to make sure that they're in the correct place where they're supposed to be um yeah it definitely makes things a lot easier and uh it's it's so there's a way to do a windows refresh and not affect your your pictures, your, videos, files, oh, yeah. documents, your personal stuff, and that's what this is going to take advantage of. And I think a lot of times when people think of a refresh, they think, oh, I'm going to lose everything. I yeah. Then I'm going to have to go, you know, re- restore everything or... I hope I have it backed up. Well, this here just it just refreshes the Windows yeah. files. It's not your actual pictures or your documentation. But that's again good where we have the backups coming yeah. to place as well in case it were to to mess that up. But it will tell you. It'll walk you through all yeah. that. And anytime in the lab we were we do a Windows update or a Windows reset or a Windows refresh. If we choose to keep your personal pictures, mm-hmm. videos, files on the computer, so not mess with those at all, we will still do a backup first yeah, because absolutely. just something could always go wrong. Something can always go wrong. You could have a picture or a oh, video yeah. or something where like we're just talking about the data, just, you know, a one or a zero gets flipped somewhere and it causes everything to be corrupted. <laughs> and so a preventative measure is even with doing something like this, we still recommend make a backup beforehand so that you know you have a working copy of it on a flash drive or an external or a cloud-based storage. So it's pretty nice that the Windows is trying to uh, build more system tools into their OS, more ways for it to kind of fix itself where, I mean, it, it stops you from having to bring it to us, but we are always there uh, to assist with anything like this. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then, like, the, even the cars, too. I mean, the cars, they've got the software updates it seems like more and it seems like it's more and more with the newer yeah. newer cars too it makes me nervous because now they're allowing more people to update their own cars yep. and you know and sometimes those stuff that stuff gets corrupted like well my car my car like I told you before the bluetooth just keeps kicking on and off and they say oh the only thing you can do is replace the <laughs> replace the radio is what i was told but replace it, the whole it, radio okay because of the software because software is causing this issue 
Well, and in Windows, you'll download an update and everything will be running fine, and you won't know that there's a win- Windows system file error right. until your computer encounters it. Right. So you'll just be doing, you know, whatever on the internet or playing <laughs> a game or doing Photoshop or just even you move to, I don't know, say you go to open your oh, recycle yeah. bin or your file explorer. If it just, you know, triggers that perfect little bit in there that just so happens to be messed up, suddenly you have a blue screen. Blue screen to yeah. death. This is what I think of. And it tells you, like, you know, what the system file might be or whatever. But, yeah, with vehicles, if you update your vehicle and everything's, you know, apparently fine on, everything looks fine, you go to drive, but you, you know, turn the right-hand turn signal as you're turning the radio up at the same time or some kind of nifty little <laughs> software interaction like that is usually when it happens. The car blue screens and suddenly you're, you can't drive anymore because, yeah, it hit a, a Windows system. You know, the, not Windows, but yeah. You know, and that makes it, that kind of worries me. You talk about that too. Like, say you're driving down the road and drive, you know, 70 miles an hour, and all of a sudden the computer decides, oh, it's got to reboot in the middle of you driving. What do you do? Does it, what works? Does your brakes work? Can you, can you I'm pull sure over? At least that there's limitations <laughs> on it. The I don't know exactly the software updates how. Uh, I'm sure there's some kind yeah. of it has to be in park, can't be driving, has to be, you know, this and that. So it shouldn't do a a reboot. Even We even got away from the Windows 10 forced reboots where if you haven't updated oh. for a while, it just, in the middle of doing something, your computer will just restart itself. It'll just turn off and restart whether you've saved your information or not. But cars, they're, they're not quite different. like that. Yeah, at least a little different. But uh, if it is software, yeah, if exactly. it is all software and there is an interaction somewhere that doesn't work <laughs> quite like it's supposed to, you don't know about that until you discover it. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. <laughs> it's just things that, things that I think about, you know, as, uh, as, as, we're, go- as we're growing, as, it seems like Everything seems to be more and more software-based. There's an article I had sent to you where even the television, you know, 5G television now, where they're going to push it through television, over-the-air television through a 5G chipset. So I'm just like, wow, what what else are they going to do to keep this, you know— Innovating and giving us new, new, newer technology, I guess, and how that all works yep. together. So, all right, we need to take a quick commercial break. The phone lines are open. Welcome back to the BOH show on 92.7. WMAY. And if you have our app, you can download it and listen to the BLA show free of charge uh, through the Google Play Store or Apple iTunes. Um, Phone lines are open 217 629 7970. And I want to bring up the State Fair is coming up here before you know it. And do you guys still have the uh, cables, the lightning cables for yeah, it's the like Rotary the, the Cup? The 10th through the 20th, I think, is the State Fair. Something yeah, along those yeah. lines. And Brian always does the Rotary, the Club. Rotary parking for right. it. Yeah, so he'll be there running that, which which will be pretty nice, and it's always for a donation to the Rotary. We do still have at least one box of the cables. I don't know how many we have. I know we've been getting kind of low on them, but, uh, yeah, we should still have at least some of the six-foot-long 
actual Apple uh, Lightning cables, five bucks each donation to the Rotary Club as well. Awesome. All the phones are still using the Lightning cables. They haven't switched anything out yet. (laughs) No, even though, yeah, they are supposed to be going to the USB-C standard. Uh, Apple in particular has talked about completely removing the charging port from their devices moving forward and going with just the wireless charging. So as just a way to combat that, yeah, USB-C standard that uh, the European Union has made the standard on all charging devices now, on all electronic devices moving forward, are supposed to use the USB-C charging port. Which I think it's great to have it be a standard yeah. standard uh, charging cable, so that way you're in your car and you're not looking for, do I have the right cord? No, that's the wrong way. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, in the past, even with the Android phones, I mean, you've had the you know USB, was it A, I guess it was, the USB mini... Mini micros. Yeah, yeah. micros. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I I think it's great just having a standard one. Doesn't matter if you've got the iPhone or the, the, you know, Android phone or whatever phone you might have. And it's a port that can transfer data as well, so it should be no problem to connect to computers, laptops, other devices and transfer data as well as charge. So yeah, going to a universal standard will certainly help out the uh, electronic waste world anyways. Because yeah, every device has a different cable and I'm sure everybody has a drawer or a box in a closet somewhere of old cables that yeah, they're the micro USB, the mini USB, and if they aren't made for this device, they could be <laughs> very, very slightly different shaped, and they just simply won't plug well, in. Right? So, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm guilty. I've got I've got one of those drawers. I'm like, yep. do I, do I still need to keep these cables? Sometimes I do, I'm like I might need it. You know, I never know if you yep. might need it. It's kind of like those the power cords for older laptops. I'm like, I've kept the power cords. You never know. I might, maybe this other laptop will use it. You know? yep. And I'm like, I just, and even if you keep it for like another device, not necessarily a laptop, if the plug fits in the plug and it's oh, the yeah. same volts, is great. But you have to make sure it's the same volts and the same sure. amps. A lot of the times, even the watts themselves are very specific. So uh, just because it plugs in, it'll plug into the wall. Doesn't necessarily mean it it works for your device. Yeah, you could fry you could fry the device yep. by not having the right uh, voltage going yep. to it. And that was one thing we were talking about with the electric storm or with the storm that caused all oh. the electricity issues over the past like week or two weeks. Uh, having the incorrect amount of electricity, oh. either too little or too much, going to your device, it causes harm to the devices. So that's why we were operating at uh, a very minimized right. service. Over the past, you know, couple weeks. Well, because you have to, when you're taking those, you know, computers in, you got to make sure that they're not, you know, being yeah. underpowered uh, yep. because of all this. But we're fully functional. Oh, we're yeah, sure, for sure. Yeah, we got the full amount of electricity oh. and everything now. Most all back. Be, yeah, restored, so. And devices coming in, or laptops or whatever coming yeah. in, getting those screens repaired. If you got the BLH guarantee and yep. you're, you broke your screen, you can bring it in there, get that screen replaced. Yeah, uh, and it's the end of summer, so we are expecting our lab to get a little bit busier as time sure. goes on. A lot of people like to try and get any, you know, if, if you've got summer plans, so you just oh. kind of set your electronics, you know, off to the side for the summer. Sure. When you come back, you want to make sure it's fully up to date. Everything's r- running fine on it for the school year that will be starting within the next yeah. month or two. I'm thinking, yeah, right school, around the corner, man. School is like right around the corner. Yep. It's crazy to think about that. Yep. I mean, you'll want to make sure, you know, you have all of your updates done. So you're not waiting and waiting for any updates that yep. because you put up the laptop for, you know, a couple months.
months and yeah, haven't been on check it. Check the components, check Absolutely. the software, make sure everything's working on it. Make sure, you know, it's everything's installed that you, if you need any kind of help installing anything, that's one of the services that we offer. So great, great. And I was also, I kind of want to go back to Apple a little bit. Um, They're testing out their version of AI. AI seems to be seems to be uh, really coming to a head with all, everything everything you do now yeah. seems to really be trying to incorporate this now Apple wants to start doing that and I thought that was pretty interesting to see Apple kind of adapting will it be like Siri AI you know yeah um, so it's it is slightly different the AI it's this chat GPT version of the AI uh, open AI and it's it's a language learning model so basically what it is is it's like a search engine that just gives it's smarter as it gets used more and more oh. and instead of just being a search engine it like searches itself and it can give it can actually give you much more detailed and much more uh, thought out responses um, mm. it's it is definitely still even though we're on uh, chat GPT four at this point I mean it still is quite in its infancy there's oh, yeah. still some issues with it so uh yeah, seeing every single major yeah. manufacturer adopt something like this, it's basically like saying, you know, the Google search engine was so good, let's put it on literally everything. And this is certainly a couple of steps above a search engine, but uh, right. it is a language model, so it's it just learns from itself is essentially what that means. And when some places have started to put bans on some of this yeah. chat GPT mm-hmm. stuff, because they don't want this, they don't want to take any chances. So yeah, I mean. Yeah. It's, it's known to what is, what is called hallucinate, where it's yeah. when it just makes stuff up. If you yeah. have artificial intelligence, some kind of software where it just makes up an output, it's called hallucinating. And there was a, a lawyer that, I think he was disbarred actually, because he submitted a document citing court cases and those court cases didn't exist. They never actually wow. happened. And it, they found out that he had submitted this information through uh, chat. the chat GPT and wow. just submitted the output and it was yeah i mean it it's a tool so even though it works and it's extremely powerful it's not gonna at least as of right now it's not going to take over doing whatever you want it to do you there still needs to be some input into it right and that's the same thing with um like the stable diffusion and the other uh ai art programs that create these pieces of artwork based on prompts you still have to know exactly what you're trying to so, say right and you could use the same four or five words but if you mix them up in different orders get different outputs right so even though it's ai that is creating this beautiful piece of artwork it's it is unique in the fact that this person was able to describe it in a way that the ai knew knew it so it is a tool it's not something that can do this all on its own it does need your input and as it gives you the answer you still kind of have to go through it and make sure everything's okay i mean if you could get this beautiful piece of artwork and in the lower right hand corner there's a, a person standing there that doesn't look right there's something wrong they've got like three arms or something just you know something off and if you don't verify this stuff then you're caught all right well we need to take a quick commercial break uh, the phone lines are open 217-629-7970 if you'd like to join in or
Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome back to 92.7 The BLH Show. Phone lines are open, 217-629-7970. And I wanted to still talk about the Apple Apple products and something that's going on over in the UK, which could ultimately affect us about iMessaging and FaceTime. They've got some legislation that they that the government over there wants to open up a back door, essentially. And Apple's saying, "Well, if that's going to happen, we're 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 going to remove it off your off your Apple devices." Yeah. So and and other companies are also voicing their opinion. I think it was the WhatsApp app and some other uh, other ones like the Signal. I'm not sure. I'm not really familiar familiar with that. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, so, so signal I'm not sure of, but WhatsApp is Facebook. So uh, that is um, Apple and Facebook are both saying that if the UK, if this goes into effect, which is exactly what you said, they are requiring a backdoor inside end-to-end encryption. So currently iMessage, FaceTime, WhatsApp messaging, Signal is another one that I know. I, I don't know exactly who owns it, but I right. know it is end-to-end encryption. So it's supposed to be completely and totally just completely encrypted between right. you and I. If I send you a message, no third party can see what is inside that message. And uh, so they are requiring a backdoor be built into these features. And these companies are saying, we'll just get rid of the features then. And to me, that speaks, they are sacrificing money right. for the privacy of the customers. Right. So I, I think it's huge that these companies, these massive, giant companies and corporations are trying to get on board with this. Uh, I mean, it's... It, well, it's, it's, it's like for privacy. Well, it's like saying on your on your computer, your Windows 10 or Windows 11, you have encryption on there for a reason. And it's saying like if the U.S. would tell us, hey, you can't have that on there anymore. Somebody can go in and get your data and have a back door into your computer to go find that data. You know, yeah. we, you want it to be private. There, there's a reason you have it yeah. set that way. I mean, and we're talking about software. So sure. we're we're talking about the, the government wants a key to any of your... Right. To your post office. Yeah. They, they want a key to get into the back of the post office so they can read any and all letters that go through there. The problem is in the real world, somebody would have to steal that key and then make a copy of it. And then there's ways to track blah, blah, blah. Sure. In the software world, it, it it's just a password. It's just, you know, just an input. So right. there's absolutely no... Way to make sure that nobody else gets it. If anybody right. else gets it, there is more likely no way you'll even know if they are going through your encrypted messages at that point. So it's it's kind of scary. If you ask me, that's really scary. That's some scary it, scary stuff. It's adding a tool that the government is saying we'll be the only people who uses this tool. But we've seen from you know well, yeah. multiple times in the past, especially when it comes to computers and software. If you put a feature or something on there, bad actors will take advantage right. of. It. They don't even have to get the actual legal key. They can figure out a way to brute force it or to, you know, guess what the key is essentially at well, that point. Like you were saying earlier that you put the X or the O or the one or the zero in the wrong place and you can yeah. open up a whole new world mm-hmm. of, of getting somebody's data. I mean, that's what it boils yeah, down I mean, to. Uh, last week we were talking about one of the video game companies has an anti-cheat software that needs to load before your operating system loads. A lot of the times it needs to load before the BIOS even loads. It needs uh, 
what's called kernel level access. Oh, so it yes. gets in there before kernel. any of the other software to make sure you're not loading anti-cheat software before like the OS loads and everything. Um, and they're having a problem because bad actors have figured out a way to abuse it. So wow. now people are, yeah, you taking this anti-cheat software and using it to install malware and spyware on, on your computer. Oh, wow. Before the, before the uh, yeah, the operating system you yep. load, which makes it bad because, uh, again, anybody can get to that that data. Yeah. It, it's So these companies, they could be doing it to protect people's privacy. They could be doing it because they're like, hey, if we open this little tiny crack, the entire floodgates are going to go pouring open. Right. If What's you next? put a backdoor into this end-to-end encryption, it's not end-to-end encrypted anymore. And right. it's going to be, as soon as somebody figures out how to get into it, it's going to just become easier and easier at that point. So, uh, And you know the hackers will be right on that. They'll be right on, well, now I've got open access to get to other stuff. Yep. And you know they'll and they'll take full advantage of that. Yep. They'll I mean, we have an entire con- convention every year called DevCon where hackers oh. get together, and they're usually the white hat hackers, right. the people who are trying to expose the security vulnerabilities. But like the government will go to there and be like, "Hey, can you hack our stuff? Okay, you did. How'd you do it? Great. We need to figure out how to beat that." So it's it's this constant game of we call a cat and mouse always. It's let's come up with software. Let's figure out how to break the software. Let's figure out how to break the broken software. Let's figure out how to repair it. Let's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Just the it's just the way our worlds has changed. Yep. I mean, back you know back when we were in the eighties and we had the we have the Illinois State Museum. You know we didn't have to worry about all that yep. stuff and playing Mario. I th- think the most like if you were playing Mario, the most you had to worry about is if you had a game genie yeah. and put that in front of the yeah. in front of the something game. you can physically see. Yeah. And you know, hey, wait, that game is a lot taller than that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we, we didn't worry about connected to the internet, playing against somebody across the country, and yeah. did they use a cheat code or what did they do? You know, <laughs> I mean, people's data and privacy. Privacy is extremely, extremely important, and it's becoming more and more important. There is a class action lawsuit that was just uh, authorized against uh, Snapchat, or no, it's Instagram. Instagram, it's a sixty-eight million dollar. Yeah, because it's been. We've seen almost all of them now at this point, and it's for. Illinois biometric privacy again. So it's the same thing that Facebook got in trouble for. It's the same thing that Snapchat got in trouble for. Now Instagram is getting in trouble for collecting and storing personal data. It's not just storing it makes it vulnerable. Yeah. Just keeping it on hand makes it vulnerable because as secure as we can be with software, it's still not completely perfect. So, I mean... And with this, and with this uh, settlement too, it's anybody who's been on Instagram from in Illinois specifically, August tenth of two thousand fifteen to August sixteenth of um, twenty twenty three is who the people that can file for this. And the deadline is I September seventeenth is what I've got yeah. here in my notes. Yep. So you've got a little yeah. bit less than a month to file if you want to get part of it. Um, it's like uh, 68 million, whereas the right. Snapchat one was like 20 something million. So uh, we got like 25 bucks oh, for that. You're looking sure. at probably like 75, 60, 75 bucks for this, depending on how many people, because the more people that join, oh, it, yeah. the, less the less money you get. get. So, yeah, yeah. what it was with yeah. Facebook. And then they sent out those extra checks yeah. after I, the fact. I was reading, I didn't know that you can. Uh, you can sign up for this class action, but you can also uh, 
object to it. Oh. And one of the reasons you can object to it is if you uh, you don't agree with the percentage that the legal team is taking. Oh. So you can actually try to argue that the percent the legal team is taking is too much and that we should oh. get more than that. And then I could, you could actually have a, I can join this class action settlement, but with my own individual attorney. Oh. So then I would get the full amount instead of oh. the... I, I don't know what the difference is. I don't know if it would be worth it or not. It's, it's more well, likely not, but... But I'm going to say, by the time you pay a legal fees for your, your attorney, if you yeah. had to get one... Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, because they're, I'm sure they're not going to be free. Yeah. So, yeah, you might be out money by yeah. that time. And the other thing, too, I wanted to point out is this also includes minors. A lot of times you don't see minors being included, and this one here yeah. specifically says it includes minors as well as adults. Yeah, I actually didn't see that, and that is very important, so thank you for bringing that up. Most of the time, you have to be an actual adult, right? and it, uh, most of them say, uh, if you're an adult currently, even if, you know, Facebook's right. thing was 2009 or whatever on, um, but yeah, it's nice that this is saying even if you're a minor because i mean people are introducing well, themselves to the internet oh yeah. earlier and earlier in yeah, the stage and different platforms require different age brackets yep. you don't have to be necessarily 18 to join some of these yep. i think you can be like 14 or 13 yeah with uh and but sometimes you have to have have it under your parents account yeah so that way they can monitor the uh the person that signs up if they're under age, providing, you know, they didn't lie about their, yeah. their age when this happened, too. And neither so. of my kids have any online, any social media accounts. I mean, they're four and two, so they're well too young for oh, any yeah. of that. But uh, just knowing how the internet works, knowing how everything is in this day, I will do whatever I can to protect, you them. Know, protect them and keep Absolutely. them off the internet as long as possible anyways. And I, I think it, I think that's great. And But sometimes it's hard to keep you know young children off the internet yeah. because everything's so connected. Yep. Even if you've got your parental locks on and your blocks, if they click something, the wrong thing, it might take them to somewhere where yep. you don't necessarily want them to go, you know, or know that they went there or what they're looking yeah, at. Yeah, there was an issue with YouTube. It was, it's probably been about 10 years at this point, but uh, there's a big issue with YouTube where several videos, the thumbnail was very innocent looking and the video would start out very innocent with some of your favorite Disney, uh, other child's uh, characters and it would they would just go very grotesque about halfway through it and like we're talking like very adult oh, wow. not friendly scary adult oriented stuff like it would just go like that out oh, of nowhere wow. That's and crazy. there was a, a horror icon that was like introduced this way as a matter of fact so imagine like a cartoon a friendly <laughs> Spider-Man cartoon and halfway through it like a scary face just <laughs> screams at the, the TV and it just goes you know black and red or something and for some reason people decided that they wanted to make these and introduce some and like the channel is it's all about kids but then like yeah halfway through it it like oh wow turns very not kid friendly and you really need to be paying attention to what is yeah what's what your happening kids are viewing be very very aware very open of what's going on all the time i yeah, mean that was an example of parental controls sure. working the way they are intended to but people creating something that bypasses parental controls oh wow so it looks like it starts like it 
is viewed as, you know, a very innocent, very fun Disney show. And then, yeah, about halfway through it, it turns into content that is not parental control friendly. So even you can't just even turning on those sort of things, you still need to monitor what's going on. You might get an advertisement that is not intended for children. I mean, I'm even like right. a, per, a perfume ad or something like that it could be too adult oriented sure. for children. You don't. Or yes, even like the, like the, what was it that just came out? The gory Winnie the Pooh for, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for Blood and Honey. No, you're, or, you're exactly right. Hey, look at this Winnie the Pooh ad that I saw and it's not, or, hold on a second. <laughs> it's not right. Or or even the Bambi, new Bambi that's supposedly coming out called uh, The Reckoning. Yep. It's supposed to be gory Because those are all now public IP. So. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, we need to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back right after this. Welcome back to 92.7, the BLH show. And I wanted to bring up uh, streaming services like Peacock, for instance. They're raising their price by $1 uh, for, I think it's the ad supported from $4.99 to $5.99. And the uh, premium package from, I think it's $9.99 to $11.99 by yeah, 2 bucks. I feel like every week we talk about what new streaming service is raising their prices and it's always by like a dollar or two and eventually you look at it and at this time last year it was half price of what it's going to be and it's just it's very frustrating if you have oh, most yeah. of these streaming services if they all go up by a dollar and you've got 10 of them that's an extra $10, $10. a month. So, right. I mean, and this one... Uh, You're cutting your cords usually to try to save money, and then they're trying to raise raise yeah. the price. Really, the thing that the frustrates me the most is I don't like paid plans that includes as as it is. So right. for these ad paid plans to be increasing in price, it's just frustrating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're like, like you're saying, yeah, if you're paying for it, yeah, I, I don't want to see ads either. I'm like, I want to just watch the movie. Yeah. Fast forward it, stop it, whatever I want to do with it. That should be my choice. Not but they see everybody else. They see the rest of the, the pool is slowly raising their prices up. And even if they're the cheapest one on the market still, they see that there's a dollar somewhere that they can raise. So. Could, you, could you imagine driving a new car and all of a sudden on the little screen, the touch screen, it comes up, you know, ads start popping up on it saying, well, you didn't pay for the subscription for your heated seats, so now you got to watch an ad before you can push that button. Hey, don't give them ideas. <laughs> I mean, you know that's going to happen. Though. Well, I mean, that's why they're trying to put the entire dash, the entire console as being a LCD display one that can you can watch youtube videos you can play video games on you can do anything you want on on the dash where like you know your your speed your speedometer your your odometer your uh your gas gauge all that is going to be digital and yeah like you're saying let me press the button to find out how much gas you got left in your car and it's like please watch this brief 30 second ad and then your car dies because you run out of gas in that brief 30 second ad but I, I can see this happening though that's the sad yeah. part of it and you with the Apple CarPlay the new one that's supposedly coming out they're wanting to you know Apple's wanting to put 
all of your instruments to whatever your you know apps are. So to me, that's kind of scary too. Because again, if what if I didn't pay for it, is it going to do that? Is it going to make me watch a watch a thirty second clip or yep. a twenty five second clip before I can hit that button to yep. do the next very thing? Well do it between that and Tesla is having their software being implemented and oh, yeah. all of the EVs moving forward. And he even right. says in there that was the goal. He wasn't trying to corner the the, the market EV market yeah. necessarily. He wanted his proprietary software to be included in EVs moving forward and in combination with them adopting the universal standard for, for the charging. Tesla chargers because yeah. he's just building the infrastructure and just if right. it's already there, you may as well make it the standard. And then he's making more money because he's selling this not just in his cars but yep. to these other automakers. They're buying into it. Yep. So they got to pay pay for that. And then in essence, you got to pay for it because you need the charger. So you got to yep. pay for that, that charger. But, again, it's making it a standard, though, I mean, too. we've had the LCD screens on the gas pumps for oh. several, like a decade almost oh, yeah. at this point in time. And so those are ads, whether you like it or not. At oh, some yeah. point time, it's going to get to the point where it's like your gas will start dispensing in so many seconds after this ad, and you have to watch the ad in order for the gas or electric to move into your vehicle. Well, I know like at the Circle K's while you're pumping, they're playing all of the ads now, like full-blown, you know, full-blown regular ads talking about what... everything that they're selling and, and at least so you forth. can still pump your gas while the ads are playing right but before too long it's going to get to that point where it, it'll be an actual nightmare it'll like the the worst case scenario that i can see is represented by a, there was a black mirror episode um, where uh everybody just basically lives in a box it's just a bed with four walls and the walls are all lcd screens so anything you watch is just on the walls in your little like four foot by four foot room that you live in and this guy's watching it and he's I don't remember like searching through stuff and find something to watch and an advertisement comes on and he like rolls his eyes and he covers his eyes with his arm and all of the walls in the room turn bright red all of a sudden and they're like you're not looking at the ad you need to look at the ad in order for the ad to finish please look at the ad in order for the ad to finish wow. and the ad will not play until he removes his arm and opens his eyes and looks at the wall and then once the ad finishes it shows his show that he chose so to me that's kind of like the actual like imagine going to the gas you you know put your card in you put punch your number it select what you want says okay there's an ad and then you like roll your eyes and look away and it just starts blinking it's like you have to watch the ad before before you get your gas before you can get your gas you have to watch this ad before you can pay for your groceries you have to watch this ad before you can pay your utility bill online Wow. Things have gotten crazy like that. Even with, like, the Windows operating system, their ads are built into it. Oh, yeah. You have the Bing search bar that has showed up on the back of the uh, the desktop, just where you're... WinZip is a good example. We we (laughs) buy WinZip. Um, We have to have it because of a requirement in my other job. And now they have ads that built in, even though you're paying for the software, Mm -hmm. it comes up, buy this, try this with all these ads. And then it takes a minute before you can even close out of it. And you can't disable it. You can't stop it from coming up. And I'm thinking, we paid for the software. Why are we having to watch an ad after we've paid for it? Because consumerism. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Buy more. Absolutely. You bought one version of it. Why not buy two versions of it? Or you 
Well, speaking speaking of ads, Mint Mobile uh, got sued by AT and T because of their oh, unlimited yeah. <laughs> data ad. They were AT and T went ahead and sued them, so they have to u- stop using the term unlimited. But my my thing is, all these carriers they claim unlimited, but they still limit you yeah. down to your data. I'm pretty sure most of the the major ones have the little asterisk by unlimited, and you are given unlimited data, but once you hit a certain point, they start throttling it. Right. And that's exactly what is going on with Mint mm. Mobile as well, but they didn't have a little asterisk anywhere, so... Uh, so AT&T sued them yeah. over that, mm-hmm. yeah. Because uh, I think we AT&T... can't use unlimited without some kind of, you know, legal yeah. terms... A, to it, you can't use it that way either. I remember when unlimited used to be truly unlimited. When yeah. it, when it first came out, there was no data caps. No, oh, you can only yep. use 22 megs, and after that, we're gonna slow you down. It was truly unlimited. And then they were like, oh wow, people are using a an unlimited of, amount of data, right? <laughs> and then they started they started limiting <laughs> it down. Well, how do how do they get a hold of you? So you can come out and see us at 1832 Stevenson Drive. We will be there until 5 p.m. today. Uh, our one two three West Main Cross and Taylorville location is closed today. They will be open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Our 426 South Main 